0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dreams Unlimited Travel podcast. My name is John Magi, and I'll be your host. And in this episode, we're going to talk to you about vacationing at the Walt Disney World Resort during the holidays. I'm joined at the table by our panel of experts, guest services manager for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Kevin Kloos. Hi, everyone. Agent consultant for Dreams Unlimited Travel, Tracy Heinrichs. Hi, everyone. And back in the production facility, we have our producer, Craig Williams. Hi. Excellent. (laughs)
1: hi hi (laughs) he decided to speak right good thing he's in on it
0: right. so as I mentioned uh, we're going to talk about the holidays Uh, specifically what it's like to vacation at Walt Disney World during the holidays Um, Thanksgiving Christmas New Year's these are some of the most popular times of year for people to come to Walt Disney World um You know, there's a lot to see and do. There's a lot of entertainment. There's a lot of shows. There's new stuff that goes on that doesn't happen all year long. So that's part of the excitement. In addition, Disney loves to do that thing where they run those commercials, (laughs) where it seems like if you're not at Disney during this time of year, you're a big old loser. Everything looks wonderful and magical and spectacular. So it is definitely... It's always that nuclear family and they're all by themselves in the magic. (laughs) Right, exactly. And snow's falling on them and things like that. So um, obviously there are uh, challenges for traveling this time of year because of how popular it is. And we want to talk a little bit about that. Now, one of the reasons why we do want to do this is because... um, Things are a little different this year. Tracy was actually here from, I forget when you started to, to stay end here. End of October. Okay. So the end of October through now, we're recording in uh, January for this. So for Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's, you were here. Mm-hmm. We obviously are locals, so we're here all the time anyway. And we'll talk about that from our perspective. We don't want to talk about specifically the things you can do, Um and what's available. I think the Diz Unplugged, those guys do a, a fantastic job. The Diz, www.info.com, they are, you know, really showing you all the really cool stuff. Sometimes in real time, you're getting <laughs> to see Talking
2: about the things there are to do during the holidays, they might not be here next year. So That's true, too. We're me after mentioned. the holidays, mm-hmm. so it's kind of the wrong time to do right.
0: that. Just know there's a lot to do and a lot to see and a lot to enjoy. So let's start with... Um, how we would approach it, which is sort of the pre-trip stuff, the deciding whether or not to book during this time of year. Now, obviously, if you are adamant about doing it and you want to come, you know, book it, get the room you want, stay where you want to stay. However, be forewarned that this is a very popular time. Right. So you're talking about a lot of availability issues, and you're also talking about Disney at its most expensive and busiest. And busiest. Yep. Tell us a little bit about, is there any chance that someone's going to find a discount during the holidays?
1: Um, it's not impossible. So, like, for example, this past year in 17, um, Disney had announced free dining. And the last check-in day was December 23rd. So if you checked in on December 23rd and stayed a week or 10 days or whatever it was, if as long as there was availability, you could get free dining for your entire stay. That's a good deal.
0: That is a good deal, yeah.
1: Right? So there, it's not impossible. Now, often what's available is room discounts. And if that same discount was a room discount and ended on December 23rd, you just got it for one night. That didn't help you. Because room discounts don't extend for the whole A package discount like free dining. As long as your check-in date falls within... The required dates, you've got it for the whole promo. Off the, the whole time. top of
0: your head, were were we able to find? Were agents able to find that discount? Yes. That late in December. Yes. Wow. There was incredible. actually
1: clients who were trying to travel earlier in the month, and if they traveled over Christmas, we could get it. I actually think, and I and judging by the fact that they were offering free dining for check-ins up to December twenty third, I believe Disney agrees with me that those few days leading up to Christmas are actually not super busy yet. I believe the busiest time happens around the 26th wow, okay, into New Year's. And I think what's happening, and it's not to say Christmas Day is not busy, because it is. You've got locals who want to go, but you've got people who are here for Christmas. So, I mean, it's all relative when you're talking Disney and busy. Um, But I think the majority of influx comes. People have Christmas Day at home, and then the next day are flying out. And then doing their week at Disney. I
0: think that's also maybe true a little bit of locals, too. Yes. You know, your Christmas maybe yep. morning is there and then your afternoon mm-hmm. is in the park. So not impossible to find a discount if no. it's offered? We don't not know. Not
1: impossible. It is rare. This was a rare situation, the way the dates fell. Um, but usually if you book far enough in advance, we can at least get you availability.
0: And how was room availability?
1: Room availability wasn't too bad. Like I booked... Last minute, I would say within a month, four or five weeks for New Year's Eve and got it. Wow. So I was able to do that fairly last minute. I was also very flexible about where I was staying and it wasn't a whole week. And, you know, so I booked for two nights over New Year's. It's really
0: interesting, too, because we mentioned this on a previous show that this time (laughs) when we're recording, this is actually over marathon weekend. And there's like nothing available over marathon weekend. As a matter of fact, somebody tweeted me a picture they could get one room at the All-Stars for $410.
1: Oh, it must have been an All-Star Music family for, suite because there's not a room at the All-Stars that would be that much. For one night. I didn't look at all. Yeah, it might have been a family suite. Yeah. But still, that's crazy. Yeah. It's insane. Um, but I mean, generally speaking, I would say availability is an issue. Right. If you're we looking for like – because you're not like me, you're not going to be looking to come in for two nights. You're looking for a week or, or longer. So um, – I also was very flexible where I was going to stay. If you have, you have specific needs, you're a family of five, you want to stay in a deluxe resort, you want to stay in a lower category of deluxe resort or a lower room type. These need to be booked early. Yeah. The other thing about that is you start to book your dining at six months dining over Christmas yeah. books up fast as well. That's I was just going to
2: say, if there was free dining and you checked in on the 23rd, <laughs> right. I'm right. guessing you had, you better have
1: all you that.
0: You read Olivia's. Right. Yeah.
1: So you had like, you know, at six months out, you were booked and booking in your dining so
0: and you better stick to it because yeah. you can't really be yeah. flexible and
1: you know you might get some last minute changes but for the most part you're planning ahead and while it it's a kind of like you know, planning ahead, six months ahead. Where am I going to eat? At the same time, it makes for a much better experience once you're here. The fact that you did plan ahead and you put that work in in advance, because then you get here and now you're in vacation mode. You've already got your reservations mm-hmm. at sixty days before you did your fast passes. So it on it kind of doesn't matter if there's a four hundred minute wait for flights of passage if you have a fast pass for it. So well, the same you know thing with, with food. Planning. I
0: mean, how many times have you been in line and you see people walk up to the podium and go, "I want to eat here," right? And they say there's nothing until, you know, January 7th, (laughs) you know, it's literally, you can't get a reservation over the holidays.
1: You know, it's like everything we've, we've talked a lot about it. You want to plan ahead. Um, I think. I think it's getting harder. Like as we were getting closer, we weren't booking anybody for a week over Christmas. There was no availability to do yeah. that. And I would say it's kind of that six month mark almost, because people are getting wise to the fact they have to do their dining. And at six months before, you kind of know if you're spending Christmas in Disney or not. That's a big decision. Yeah. That's not like choosing just any week. Um, and for a lot of people, they can only travel during these dates. They have you know kids are in school or their teachers or there's multiple reasons why people can only travel these dates. Let's
0: talk about that last minute reservation you made. Where'd you say pop century?
1: All right. That's $235 a night. <laughs> yeah. And I stayed at pop century in November for 140. Yeah. So I paid a premium for it. You paid a
2: premium for Christmas Eve, but you know what?
0: You New found Year's it, Eve, which yeah. is amazing. I can
2: tell you that New Year's Eve weekend was crowded. Yeah. Oh, I know. So I let, me
1: just,
2: <laughs> let me just
0: follow along the lines of where I was going with that. So you found the room, which yep. was great. Paid a premium for it, which was, oh, mm-hmm. you know, you know, you're going to do it. What did you do for food?
1: We had already had a reservation at Ohana's. Okay, so I was meeting friends who had already had a reservation that they made at six months.
0: So now you are just on the internet asking people. Who, no, <laughs> will you be no. my friend? My bestie rest-
1: Beth Sada was <laughs> here Excellent. for Christmas with her family, and uh, so she made she had extra spots, and so we joined them for.
0: Talk to me about what the restaurant was like. Was it insane? Was the Polynesian insane? No. I can tell you, you have a completely different experience than we do. You know, it seems like maybe it's just because of how I uh, 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 react to crowds. We were on property a couple of times during these holidays, and I felt like I was going to pull my skin off.
1: Were you driving? Yes. Driving. See, this is, the di- this is the part of the issue, right? So Beth had emailed me earlier that day and said, do not drive here. It's a nightmare. Like it took them forever. They were trying to get to Contemporary that morning, yeah. and driving on property was a nightmare. But what we had done was, when we got to Pop Century, we parked the car, we took the bus to Disney Springs, did a few things there, and it was crazy crowded there. Yeah, so even Disney yep, Springs it's was crazy like, crowded, absolutely uh. crazy crowded. Um, and then from there, we took the bus out to Pop's out, out to Polynesian. So we weren't dealing with traffic the same way as right. if we were driving. I, I would not want to before, have a drive.
2: I, we had movie tickets for the day before New Year's Eve, the Saturday at, one, mm-hmm. or at 4 o'clock. I left the house two and a half hours early and I live 17 miles from Disney. We got, it took us two hours and 10 minutes to get to Disney property, get close enough to the movie theater. I pulled into the parking lot and all of the garages were full. The the lot across the street was full and they were telling people that they could park at the theme parks and take buses to Disney Springs. Mm -hmm. So I figured I'll valet park. So I waited in line and I got six cars from valet parking and they told me valet was closed. Mm -hmm. So we never got to go to the movie. And it took us an hour and 15 minutes to get back off Disney property. Right. So we spent like four hours yeah. in the car oh, I believe it completely. and didn't get to do
1: anything. I com- believe it completely. And when we were taking the bus to Disney Springs, there was a lineup like through two lights waiting to get into the parking garage. And you could tell they weren't even letting people in. But when you're going to Disney Springs, they have that. Bus lane now. Which is incredible. Right. So I
0: hated it when they were building it because yep. it was a pain in the butt, but I think it's the most brilliant thing they've done. They I should do that all over
1: property. I've come down here to vacation um, two other times over Christmas. One time we stayed off-site and we rented a villa, and the other time we stayed on-site. And we said we would never come again for Christmas unless we stayed on-site because even just trying to get to property was a nightmare. Forget driving around while you're here. And so we found being on-site – and being able to use Disney transportation and just kind of, your your expectations are really high. Like, this is going to be crowded. This is going to be terrible. So, anything below terrible feels okay,
0: right? <laughs> I was going to kind of go there with that. Because I was going to say, let's put the driving aside, all right? So, yeah. we've, we were frustrated with the driving. We went to uh, the studios one day. And it was so crowded and so yeah. insane and so just made me want to scream. Yeah. It was no, so crowded. crowded. And this was right. not... Christmas Eve, this wasn't yep. New Year's Eve, this was a,
2: a Tuesday or something. We tried to get around Disney property on Christmas Day. Yep.
0: But so going back to the being in the in a park with the crowds, do you think it's because you're here and you say to yourself, well, I'm here for Christmas, I'm going to enjoy myself and I expect there to be crowds so I'm going to put up with it?
1: There's part of that, but I'm by the time the crowd is really busy in the middle of the afternoon, I've already left. So it's part of pre-planning, right? So... When I know, like, for example, I was not in the park Christmas Day this year, but I was two years ago. So we were up early and we were in Magic Kingdom before Rope Drop, before it was opening. We felt like it was a slow day until about 10, 30, 11 o'clock. So imagine what you're doing in Christmas morning. You're waking up, you're taking your time. No matter how many times we tell people get to the park early and get there for opening, they don't. So mid-afternoon, we're leaving 12 or 1 o'clock because we've already done our attractions. We've used our fast passes. Um, Now the crowds are coming in droves. Within an hour of us leaving, they were closed for phase one capacity, whatever they call it. So I think it's a matter of planning to make sure that you're – because there's times where you're going to be in those crowds, and that's part of the expectation of knowing that – but I wasn't worried about waiting in a line for three hours to do something because I had my fast pass to do it in the morning or I got here for opening. So I could do what I wanted to do first thing in the morning and use my fast passes and then get out when the park was at the busy part of the day. One of my biggest tips, have a ticket that's length of length of stay. So you don't feel like, you've got to the park at eight yeah, and I've got to stay till nine o'clock at night or I'm not going to do it all. Um, I
0: think part of our problem is, and it's because we are local and we know we can go whenever we want. I get in the mindset of, I don't want to deal with this. Yep, I can come whenever I want. I can deal with it. Maybe I won't see the Christmas decorations. And that's not as important to me. One of the things I wanted to see was we wanted to go to studios and see the stuff that was going on there, which is why we made a point of being there. But, I think if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't have right. gone.
1: And that's, we had, um, we had made, when Ben was here visiting, we had made reservations for the Jingle Bam Jungle Ham. What's it called? <laughs> jingle Bam Jungle Ham. <laughs> you know what mm, I'm that's trying a, to say. It's the I know, thing I that happens it. at the I daily. always <laughs> mess it up. It's Jingle Bell Jingle Bam is what it's called. And we wanted to ham. see that. so we had You have it. to have him say it, though. I know.
3: Jingle bell, jingle bam.
1: There you go. (laughs) Much better. Much cooler when he says it. Um, We had made arrangements for the dessert party to do that. Mm -hmm. So, again, we planned ahead, you know, that we knew we were going to do it. And we wanted to see what they were doing over on Sunset. And I thought what the studios did for Christmas this year was really, really cool. It was. It was we really was awesome. enjoyed it. I loved the decorations. Um, but we had the dessert party booked, so we didn't have to worry about the crowds of seeing the show. And the dessert party was amazing, by the way. I think one of the best I've done here. I really enjoyed it. They gave us a little ornament as a gift. And they had reserved tables. They did it up at... Um, the theater at the the, theater they had it all set up yeah and so you know it was really neat and so but again we planned ahead for it like i can't say that enough and if you're only here for this is like ben only had his few days here that we were here spending time with him so we had to do it It, it's not like we had the option of saying oh well i'm not going to worry about this and so you plan and you make the best of it and and people who are teachers and have kids in school. They're used to traveling when it's crowded. They know. Yeah. They know the this. The thing is,
2: with New Year's Eve, you can't. This doesn't work because you can't go in in the morning. If you're looking to be there for New Year's Eve, you don't get in in the morning and get out. You go in in the morning and you're there for the day.
1: They were still, even though they were out of phase two, they were still resort guests could still get in. Like all afternoon, resort guests were still able to get in. Which park are you talking about? All the parks. Um, so when we were at um, Pop Century, they were they have people at the buses, and um, they were making sure to remind everybody that only... So people weren't um, trying to park there, thinking that they could just get the bus. So they were just reminding bus. everybody, and they had the bus drivers reminding everybody. That's not if you're a guest, I understand what
2: you're saying, but level two closing already means it's very, very crowded. Oh, it's
1: very crowded, absolutely. Very yeah, crowded. Absolutely. But I mean, And New Year's Eve always is. What was really unique, I thought... Um, first of all, we had no plan on being in a park for New Year's Eve this year. We had done that once before and kind of done that, don't need to do that again. Because it's not even the crowds of being in New Year's for the fireworks. And they do do fireworks. Uh, two shows at night though so sometimes like at 630 you'll see the same midnight fireworks show so I know Epcot was doing that where you could see that show and then you could leave I know a lot of young families would have done that um, but we've stayed for the, the midnight one trying to get out of the park and they so gave everybody a noisemaker yeah
2: now what was that
0: guy somebody posted a video of them trying of to get people leaving
2: it, Epcot, it,
0: yeah, and he timed it. It was two and a half hours yes. yeah. from his spot to like I four,
1: yeah. And I had no desire. Yeah. I had done that before, so we had gone back. Um, we were hanging out with Beth and her family for the evening, and we were over at the beach club, and we took um, one of those minivans back to Pop before midnight. We knew okay, eleven thirty, it's time to get where we're going to go, um, and they were already starting to close roads to to. To gear traffic because it was going to be insane. Yeah. Um, but when we got to pop back to pop, they had a party there. So outside, they had music playing, and they had um, Mickey was there. Mm. So I think each of the resorts were still kind of doing yeah. a little bit of a celebration.
0: Were there one year Grand Floridian?
1: Yep. In the lobby, they had
0: a party. Yep. So, it's and always so nice. I thought
1: that was a nice touch. I wasn't yeah. expecting it. So that was a nice touch. There was still somewhere to be if you didn't want the crazy of a park. Um, and from where Pop Century, there's certain areas of Pop Century we're over in the 50s section. We were seeing three different fireworks mm-hmm. displays happening at di- different times. So we actually even watched a little bit of fireworks. So there's there's ways I think if you have to be here and this is what you've chosen, cause I mean, there's something really cool about being here for the holidays. Like you can't, you can't, you know, undermine the cool factor. There's, it's really neat. And for it's this, beautiful. for this, this girl is, who is could really take or leave Christmas, um, I even like, I th- just think it's, there's something amazing here when it's holiday. The resorts time. are beautiful. Yes.
0: You know, the th- parts of the parks they actually decorate yep. are beautiful. That's right. So it's all very, very sweet. It's just, you have to plan
2: in advance.
0: You have to plan, plan, plan in sure. advance,
1: whether where you're staying, um, where you're eating, you know, at 60 days with your fast passes, plan to take breaks. Don't plan for. And if you have the choice, don't make your first visit to Disney ever over the holidays. Mm-hmm. If you have a choice.
0: Because that would skew your opinion of it. would. It
1: would. If you don't have a choice and it has to be then, there's certainly things you can do. Some of the things that we mentioned to make the best of it. Can i um, God, let you finish your thought. I'm sorry. But if you can avoid it, and the problem is everybody watches that Christmas parade on December 25th and they oh I'm going to be next year I'm going to be in Disney on December 25th to see this parade mm-hmm. it doesn't happen on December 25th Right, exactly. it, it's happened sometime at the end of November over, <laughs> over a week so don't let them trick you <laughs> I got a
0: text from my brother and he said I'm watching the Christmas parade are you there <laughs> first of all no it
1: took nine
3: hours to record because they keep backing it up and it happened in November well mm-hmm. worth noting too just for people who do have that mindset still they don't even film the christmas parade portions anymore at all in the magic kingdom only the performances right so your any parade part you see is Disneyland. So go to Disneyland if you want to see <laughs> go to Christmas Disneyland. No, They don't, don't do the
2: Christmas parade here anymore? No,
3: it's all, they do the castle performances but all the parade is wow. the Disneyland oh, wow. parade. I didn't know that. Yeah.
1: They do have a Christmas parade here Yeah, um, but it's not part of what yeah, they do. Yeah, the but
2: how be- long has that happened? Because Kathy Whirling used to get dressed up and there would be days when it would be like 80
3: degrees. Yeah.
2: I think it's been a couple
1: it years now.
3: It was definitely last year and this year. I don't know about before that Because you would but. know
2: That it was 85 degrees The day oh, yeah. they were filming it And there would be people In yeah. all these Christmas regalia And I'd think Oh yeah, lord
1: And Every year we get it, Always All of us We get clients Who, who contact us And ask I want to be there for I the want to be there For the parade And it's It's, it's and, a little We just not be there For the parade It's, it's just, just not be That parade <laughs>
0: Touching a little bit on what you just said, one of the really nice things is now we're in a cold snap, but that time of year is also some of the best temperatures right. to be here in Florida. Mm-hmm. So you might say to yourself, "Well, you know, I like to go. The kids are out of school in the summer. It's crazy hot. This is at least right. it's more temperate, right? At least the temperature yes. is. This yes. is an, nice. an, an oddity.
2: Right. It's a bombo genesis. Man, we're having a really <laughs> bad cold snap now, but at least that makes it less miserable, right? To no, be before you write to us." We are not looking for your sympathy. It's cold for Florida.
1: And you know, you know what you find out too is that a lot of places are not prepared for it to be cold. No? Right, and that's the challenge. You know, right. I saw a video uh, MCO put it out uh, the Orlando Airport of their tiny little deicing truck.
2: Having <laughs> <laughs> to every single plane right.
1: videos
2: of the iguanas falling out of I the trees did. in Miami. I did.
1: It's like wow,
2: they're not used to this,
1: right? So, I mean, those of us from Canada, you know, we've got a thicker skin, but put us in a oh, non-insulated yeah home and it's still chilly <laughs> all
3: the canadians have shorts and uh, tops yeah. on. Yeah. that's and you can't use the excuse of oh i'm from the north and i'm Mm-mm. used to cold temperatures your mind it's like when i go up to pennsylvania now after living in florida for seven years it'll be 30 degrees outside and i'm still good in like a long sleeve and then a light jacket but as soon as I come back down here and it's 60 degrees, I'm right. in a hoodie and all bundled a up. Different, yeah, it's, it's that different mentality. mentality. It's yeah. different, you just can't get over it. I can't yeah. explain
2: it. Yeah. I also tried to explain to somebody the other day, it was 30 degrees here. Well, it's it's 16 degrees here. Well, that's only 14 degrees difference, and I'm in the tropics.
0: Yeah. Well, it's also 40 degrees less than it should be right here. Right. Craig, talk a little bit about what Universal is like during Christmas. We know all the great stuff they do and the new projection stuff and the decorations, but from a crowd standpoint and from a how far in advance you have to sort of work the crowds and things like that.
3: Yeah, like like everything with universal, I feel like it doesn't require a ton of a a lot of pre-planning, obviously, like you've been saying with everything plan, plan it out. But, uh, you know, universal is the same year round in that you're not making dining reservations, uh, 60 days out. You're going to be making, you're going to be making them, um, or sorry, six months out. You're going to be making them maybe the day of, and that's even if you need to at all, uh, Definitely during, like, Hell Week, which is, as Tracy mentioned, the 26th of December through New Year's, that's your worst period. That's when, like, if you are planning on making dining reservations, that needs to be the time that you're making it for that week before you don't really have to worry about it. Uh, But. You know, it, it's a theme park in Central Florida, so it's going to be busier. It, it's just it always kind of changes on what days you think are going to be super busy. Like I was explaining before we started recording, uh, I worked a lot of Thanksgivings because it was a holiday that I didn't care about. And while you would hear horror stories from everywhere else that Thanksgiving was terrible, uh, to be in a theme park at Universal, I would just watched no one coming through the line on our rides. And it just wasn't really that busy, but uh, you know, December, December's been uh, December's been pretty crazy though for the last couple of years, just like it has in World. The one thing I would recommend, uh, we did uh, this year, Rhino and I did a hotel tour of all of the the Lowe's hotels on property, and while their decorations aren't necessarily on the same caliber as Disney's are, uh, for the Deluxe Disney resorts that is, uh, like, th- Cabana Bay might have the best Christmas decorations on mm-hmm. property because they go all silver trees everywhere. <laughs> they go sort and, of that
0: retro Christmas, exactly. Yeah, really cool. And
3: so, like, I I think if you are ever thinking about doing Universal over the holidays, definitely include an on-site stay and probably at Cabana Bay if you could. Well, it's, it's actually
2: the, my favorite hotel in the whole area.
3: I. I still think it's mine, too.
0: The other thing, too, about that, we talk about this on a Universal show anyway. The great thing about staying at those Universal Hotels is the Express Pass. Not
1: at Cabana Bay.
0: At other Universal Hotels is the Express Pass. Yeah,
3: at all the <laughs> the top-tier ones. <laughs> right, Portofino, exactly. Royal Pacific, yeah. and Hard Rock. Which, and if
1: you're going over the holidays it is worth every extra penny you exactly. pay to sp- stay in those hotels. Yeah. But even
0: if you don't stay there, you can buy the one for the other resorts, but because it's included in the higher-end ones.
1: Right. Like, you'll so, pay more. If yeah. you add that to a ticket during busy season, yeah. you could be paying Way upwards more. of $100, $120 per person yeah. per day. Yeah, expensive. That's more than what the room is going to cost you.
3: That's if it doesn't yeah. already sell out. Right. I yeah. and, have and you book seen those Express hotel
1: rooms out. early. Yeah. yeah.
3: yeah.
0: So that's one way to get around those crowds is if you stay at those Mm -hmm. hotels with the express pass and and
1: and I have to say early entry and all that. We did Universal as I want to do the new Christmas stuff this year. So we went to see um, the the Macy's parade Mm -hmm. and all the new Harry Potter stuff. Um, I didn't get to see it because that park was crowded in a way I've never experienced. Um, it was so crowded there. I think it was. A, I think we went out because they, they don't do everything every day there like they do at Disney. So I think it was like, like a Saturday night or something that we were there to see what we wanted to see. It was so crowded that I had to leave. I, I've never been in a park huh. where I felt so overwhelmed. Part of the problem is that while I've been to Universal several times, I'm still a little bit of a fish out of water there. I'm very used to the Disney parks. If it's crowded here, I know to walk here. I know to, I know how to navigate that. I don't at universal. I also think
0: it goes to what I said about being a local and what's important. Right. You might've got to universal and said, you weigh the options. Yeah. It's not that important for me to be in these crowds to see this thing. However, you might be at Disney and say, it's important for me to be at Disney and I can uh, deal with the crowds.
1: So like Chris and Sean, they went on and they did, um, Harry Potter Park. They waited over an hour to get the train from one part of the park to the other. Um, so they did it all. I went out with City Walk at Starbucks, found a table, and sat there until they were done. <laughs> I've never seen... I always feel like Universal doesn't handle the crowds the same way. It seems like closer areas... There just doesn't seem to be the same flow. And if that... With it being dark and being crowded, I was like, I'm out of here. <laughs> so it just wasn't worth it to me to...
3: Yeah, no. They, they did... I don't think they were prepared enough this year because usually people don't get excited about the holidays at universal. Mm -hmm. There wasn't enough, but this year going all out with a brand new parade, the, the Hogwarts projection show, the updated entertainment with Christmas songs and and both of the parks, like they, they really went above and beyond with what they were doing. But with that, uh, Kind of the same thing we're going to have to deal with eventually with Star Wars land when it opens up. Mm -hmm. Uh, The Wizarding World was built kind of to scale to what it would be like if you were in the movies. That's what J.K. Rowling wanted. So it's tight going through (laughs) all of those areas. It's very difficult to manage when it's busy. And uh, so once you start featuring Christmas entertainment there, too, there's not places for bodies to be. And on top of that, if no one's moving... You're just at a standstill. So, uh, while the the thought is good, and if you saw it on a slow night, mm-hmm. that was like it was very awesome. But yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I take pity on anyone who went on a, yeah. a super crowded night. It I wouldn't awful. want to deal with that.
1: It was like nothing I've ever experienced. Yeah. It was until
3: really Star Wars Galaxy's Edge yeah, opens yeah. up in 2019.
1: <laughs> to date, <laughs> nothing I've experienced to yeah. date.
0: So, what's the one? What tip you would give folks for coming during the holidays? What's the big thing? So, let's say
1: that you've already decided you have to come during the holidays. So, my first tip is book ahead. Pick Her your resort. Are too long. Pick your resort. <laughs> do your. It's like an SAT <laughs> answer. Yeah, she exactly. the She's sketched a question and Right. Yeah. And
0: I think that's appropriate.
1: Book your dining at six months. Um, get a length of stay ticket and plan out your time. Plan some downtime. Um, you're not going to do everything, you're not going to see everything. And kind of know that going in. Enjoy what you are seeing instead of trying to cram too much in. I think it can be done with some managing and
0: there used to be we used to tell people well avoid you know magic kingdom and do this and do that i don't know if that applies anymore especially with universal upping its game not universal especially with the studios upping their game with what they offered for christmas this year you know sometimes we could have said to people go to the studios that day because it's going to be not as crowded what about animal kingdom was animal kingdom okay for christmas
3: no animal kingdom was super super packed mostly with uh Pandora. Yeah, still. Animal
1: Kingdom's still dealing with the Pandora. So there's so. no, there's no way to tell people listen. Those little beads are popular. No, I think Pandora. Yeah, I think Epcot. I think you know Epcot's still kind of the park just because it has so much real estate.
2: Yeah, more I so there's more places from somebody to be. That Epcot had reached level two.
1: Yep. Yeah. Both. That's Ma- full. Epcot and Magic Kingdom. Both reach level two on New your, Year's Day. There's more or New Year's Eve.
2: There's more places
0: for people to go in right. Epcot. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: You're a little whereas Animal Kingdom, you know, you've got again narrower areas and stuff. That's yes, me my number one tip.
0: What's your one, number one tip? Plan ahead.
1: Well, that's
2: what Tracy just said. I know, but I said it in two words. <laughs> you did a good job. Um,
3: I would. Uh, I'll jump in. I would also recommend if you're talking about planning a resort to go on. I would actually say, is because of how bad the traffic was, once all the road construction's finished, I don't know next year if it'll be a lot better. But while it is still bad, maybe try to be at like one of the monorail resorts, so that way at least you know going to Magic Kingdom and Epcot, you don't have to worry about ever stepping foot on a bus or a car. You can just focus on that. And then technically, you could even get to Epcot, go all the way back to the the gateway and then take a boat over to Hollywood studios. I mean, Center, yeah. it, it could end up, that could take you an hour and a half, but if you're sitting two hours in a car, I would rather have the nice scenic view going through parks and stuff.
2: I would also suggest apropos to nothing about this conversation, let go of your idea that you're going to have a traditional holiday dinner. That is, or you, even a
0: holiday festivity, like what you would have at home.
2: Right. We have found that when we do this, that trying to find that traditional holiday feeling at any of the restaurants kind of is a big old failure.
0: Because holidays are personal and holidays are, you know, what you're used to. And if you go in thinking, I can recreate my holiday at home at Disney, it's not going to happen. It's a disappointment. Go for something else. You know, I, I wish it wasn't such a hassle at Christmas. I wish there was something we could tell people like some sort of magical tip to make it better. It just, it is what it is. And it's I think
1: there's a payoff. I think it can be worth it. I, you know, we really enjoyed our time at the holidays this year. Um, and part of it was because we were coming in for a couple of days and leaving again. Uh, we did the Christmas party this year for the first time in years, and I really I liked it way better than I remember liking it. Um, so sometimes that helps, though. I think so.
0: Sometimes it's stepping away from something yep. for a while and coming, and then back, just coming to back to it, it makes you appreciate but it. But
1: if it's your first visit to Disney and it's Christmas, man, that's tough. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. is tough. You really need to find you know, somebody to help you guide, help guide you through the way, like, you know, help you with the planning, help you figure out and help manage your expectations of what is realistic that you're going to get to do. Is
2: this an advertisement for her? It might be. <laughs> she is. She's the person who's going <laughs> to help. Doing the the <laughs> She's doing her own commercial.
0: That's right. T- certainly don't come to me because <laughs> I would be no help. <laughs> yeah, don't come. <laughs> Cause I would just tell you to stay home. Thank you guys very much for this conversation. I appreciate it. Thank you everybody at home for listening and watching. We hope you have a great week and we hope you have a
1: great vacation.